Rice clean me up. Rice clean me up. I ain't got a stain and I'm feeling brand new. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. clean me up. Rice clean me up. I ain't got a stain and I'm feeling brand new. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Listen. Yeah. I ain't got a stain on me. Cause it's all by his grace, homie Gave his righteousness, now I'm spotless Didn't earn it, but I still got it, yeah Not by my works Now I'm in his church Ain't nothing I could earn Did it by his own, yeah, you know I didn't deserve I'm singing out Christ clean me up Christ clean me up I ain't got a stain and I'm feeling brand new, yeah, 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 Christ clean me up, Christ clean me up, I ain't got a stain and I'm feeling brand new, yeah, 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 Christ clean me up, I was headed to I was a mess, my goodness is unworthiness But now I'm feeling brand new I ain't worried about a thing He's glory, now I sing, yeah Got a new mind, got a new heart Glory to God, who art Worthy of all praises By tongue, tribes, and nations He dressed us in this white robe His righteousness we now clothe Glory to God and Christ alone Glory to God and Christ alone, yeah episode of all things theology where this is your host k-dub and today we're going to talk about the deity of christ is jesus god let's pose this question to you the audience as you are coming into the chat coming in to watch this video is jesus god what is the nature of christ one of the things i do find interesting that uh, many people who do deny the deity of christ it seems there is no cohesion And who Jesus is, as long as they deny the deity of Christ, that's essentially all that matters. Is he a man? Is he a um, deified man? Is he divine? Some, I mean, when you discuss what Unitarians, the answers are are all over the place. Uh, Obviously, Trinitarians are more uh, unified in the affirmation on the nature of Christ. But yeah, let's answer that question. Why am I uh, bringing this up? Well, recently I was... uh, sent a video of jesse lee pearson's me ain't no jesse lee peterson he's a social uh commentator conservative commentator who uh discusses things like politics uh things like that and more he's more known for that anytime i've ever heard him discussing theology it's always been some super heretical uh position that he's taking uh if you don't know jesse lee peterson is a sinless perfectionist absolutely he is and so but this video, I think, will uh, do good as a uh, another reminder, another example on why I believe in the deity of Christ. Uh, he's having a conversation with two people, a, a husband and a wife. Uh, why? Why them? Um, again, let, let me let me just say about the husband and wife. There was some good things said. And then there were some things I'm going to, have to push back and critique on them. So right on this, on the all things theology, right, we try to be fair and balanced. And, and all that we try to do, right? Even people who we agree with, we say, hold on, not so fast, right? And so I was sent this video and say, hey, uh, share your thoughts on this. And so that is what we're going to do t- today on the All Things Theology podcast. Make sure you like and subscribe and all that. Let's get into it. Do you believe that Jesus is God or the Son of God? Both. That's a great question. You believe it both. Mm-hmm. And what do you believe? That he is God or the son of God, Jesus. Uh-huh. I believe that he is God. You believe- I think the, uh, the gentleman, his answer was better, right? Cause, and one of the things you're going to see in this uh, video from the, God bless your heart, sister. I don't know your name. 
um, is a super dependency on her husband. And she doesn't seem very confident in these things. We're, we're going to bring that out even more. The, I think the husband caught the uh, false dichotomy in the question. Is Jesus God or the son of God? Well, the Bible says he's both. And we're going to get into some text in a bit and talk about that. So the question off the rip is a false dichotomy question. Right. Because it's it's asking you to choose either or when the answer is not either or. Right. You got to be careful in some of these uh, questions that people will ask. Uh, most of them are rooted in logical fallacies. Right. Again, I as a gentleman said, both. Yes. Because the answer, the answer actually assumes that there's only one answer. And biblically speaking, there, 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 there is another option, right? Biblically speaking, the answer is both. Bible says he's son of God. That's like asking, is Jesus the son of God or the son of man? Well, the Bible says he's both. So I'm not forced to choose between those only options, right? Because there's another option. The other option is both. Again, we'll discuss why I believe Jesus is God. Stick around. But, but yeah that he is God and the son of God and you believe that he is God and the son of God mm -hmm. and why do you believe that I believe the Bible teaches that Jesus is God and the son of God and one thing just to kind of throw in there is us in our little finite brains trying to describe an infinite God that has so many infinite attributes it's like I can't even describe a cell that's in my own body uh, you were doing well sir you were doing well why do you believe Jesus is God? Well, it's and he kind of appeals to this. Well, nobody really can understand it. Well, actually, I, I disagree. I mean, God's revelation has stated um, what we are to believe. Right. It's God's revelation, i.e. scripture communicates uh, the nature of Christ. Now, is it exhaustive? And, and, you know, there's some things we don't know. Yeah, sure. But that's that's not actually what he asked you. Why do you believe Jesus is God? And then you. I, I don't know. I was kind of confused why he had kind of appealed to, um, you know, we're not all knowing, which is obviously a tautology. We, we, yeah, we know we're not all knowing, but he asked you a different question. Uh, and so, I, again, I, I agree. With, I agree with the husband a lot more in this conversation than the wife. But even sometimes I'm like, I feel like he gives he gives up his ground sometimes. Um, again, God bless this man. Don't know him. Uh, <laughs> but. I felt like this is one of the areas he gave up his ground, right? You know, he's asking you, is Jesus God? And you're like, at first, uh, you know, son of God, is he God? Yeah, you stand strong. He's both. Yeah, amen. Then he's asking you, why do you believe he's God? And then you're like, oh, well, no one knows at all, right? It's like, well, obviously, but the, is the scripture uh, sufficient enough to give you a, a, a good answer or a sufficient answer on this question? That's kind of what I would want to know. And it's in me. And so that's part of it. So, but I, I do feel like the Bible teaches that Jesus is God. Yep. Um, Where does it teach that Jesus is God? So in the beginning was the word, the word was with God and the word was God. So does that mean that the word was God? It says the word yeah. was God. So, and then it says the word became flesh mm -hmm. and made his dwelling among us. And we've seen his glory, the glory of the one and only son. So, the word is God. The word becomes flesh. Amazing. And why do you believe Jesus is God? Amazing. <laughs> you know, you know, he never answers that. Th that's actually, a, you know, a good text that the gentleman brings up. You know, uh, uh, amazing. I, 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 that's classic Jesse Lee Peterson uh, <laughs> talk right there. But but yeah, John 1, right? In our K in our Logos and Prostanteion. Right. In the beginning was the word and the word was God and the word was God. Right. The word was God. Right. And, and this is speaking at this time in the beginning. Right. John is appealing back and it's definitely a reference to Genesis one. John being a good Jew is uh, appealing to John one or sorry, <laughs> Genesis one. He was in the beginning with God. So as far back as you want to go in the beginning in reference point. Right. The word was there and he's having this face to face fellowship with God. Right. And notice not only that, all things were made through him speaking the word. This is about the word and without him. So notice what this says. And without him was not anything made that was made. So anything that has been made, the word has made it. There's nothing you can point to of creation that you can say Jesus didn't make it. 
right? Why? Because he's the creator, which demonstrates he's not a part of creation. Because if it was made, then he made it. Obviously, you cannot make yourself, which actually uh, would go against. Um, it, it, it would just be a contradictory of this statement. Again, yes. Uh, I mean, even going, I mean, further, my goodness, John one is John, the book of John is just amazing for some uh, exhaustive deity of Christ passages. Right. Um, and the word become flesh and dwelt among us. And we have seen his glory, glory as the only son from the father, full of grace and truth. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. Even going to verse verse 18. No one has ever seen God. So here's a question you have to deal with. If no one has seen God yet, there are accounts in the Old Testament of people seeing God. How do you deal with that? Well, I believe John actually explains that. It is the consistent message. The interpretive grid here is that no one has ever seen God. That is the father. Right. Notice what he says. No one has ever seen God. The only God who is at the father's side has made him known. So you have two persons sharing in the divine being here, I believe, uh, the father and the son that are being communicated and discussed here. Um, this, this is the only thing that makes sense of of, of this passage and, 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 and passages like that. So you have so Unitarians who may want to disagree and push back. Has anyone seen God? If you say yes, you're just contradicting um, um this passage here or if you say yes you have to explain how they have seen him because again remember they are unitarians there is only one person in 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 the being of god in unitarianism so if if people haven't seen god then they haven't seen him in any way i believe it's only the trinitarian position that can actually explain how no one has ever seen god yet there are ways and uh passages that talk about um People seeing God. I think of one inference is um, uh, Samson's mother, right? They saw they saw Yahweh, and they they're like, "Well, we're gonna die," <laughs> right? I believe those are references to early uh, Christology passages. But let me keep going with uh, Mister Peterson. Because oh, and just to remind you of the question, he's asking her. Okay, why do you believe Jesus is God? So he asked the husband. This is husband and wife tandem here, which I love that 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 you know they're they're, they're the husband and wife tandem. But uh, so now he's asking her. Dismissive <laughs> to my husband. So what now? <laughs> so, uh, no, no, you you you. That's not the answer. That is not the answer. You don't answer the question. Hey, um. Why is Jesus God? And you say, well, it's because I'm submissive to my husband. Well, that's assuming your husband's right on the subject, right? That is assuming your husband is a right on the subject. L word of advice, women, ladies. I know there's a lot of discussion over patriarchy and submissive to the husband, but never let your submissiveness to your husband uh, rid your study of God's word and theology. Let me say that again. Never let your submissiveness to your husband rid your love and study for theology women study the word of god be theologians be uh bereans of god's word right know it for yourself hey be ready to answer right give be ready to give an answer for the hope that lies within you that is not just a call for men but for women as well again i, I know there's a lot of discussions on this topic uh going around but I do not hold the position that women aren't allowed to uh, share truths with biblical truths with men, you know, and I, I just don't think she's I don't think she's equipped to have this conversation. And, and, and Jesse's going to sniff that out. He matter of fact, he sniffs it out and you're going to see something I think was uh, <laughs> I, 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 I'll call it out when he does it. But I, I think it was a little uh, OK. He tries to go after the weaker one. Right. Rather than the stronger one. Right. But. Nevertheless, uh, obviously, women study your word, study the Bible. Know, uh, know, know, know this for yourselves, right? I, I, I believe you have to appeal to something. Well, I, I'm submitting to my husband in this. Well, what if he was leaving you in error? Would you still submit? Hopefully not. Kidding? <laughs> you should be all the time in this. No. No. 
Why do you believe Jesus is God? Um, well, one, because uh, of my experience with the Lord. No, no, no. <laughs> You're 0 for 2, ma'am. Hold on, ma'am. You're a 0 for 2. This is not a good start. It makes me sad. You know, because... No. Boy, ain't no way, boy. Boy, ain't no way, boy. So he asked you again. He tried. Hey, he gives you a rebuttal. <laughs> he gives. Hey, you, you, you struck out on the first one. Uh, answer two is well. You appeal to some experience. A experience can never under can never gird someone in God's revelational truth. We have a more sure word, right? Second Peter one. We have a more sure word. Appeal to that. Than your than your experience or your feelings or, or or again how I don't even know how your experience actually again there's, there's so many questions but over two appealing to your husband or submitting to your husband means Jesus is God and then experience means Jesus is God no ma'am no ma'am what do you do with the person who says well my experience says he isn't God now we have a battle mate we have a battle of experiences going on standpoint epistemology. Uh, Christological version here, right? No. What thus saith the Lord, right? That's what we are to communicate to people. I know there's a lot of lot of stuff going around. Let me look at you in the eyes now. I know there's a lot of theologies going around that are that are really denying the sufficiency of Scripture, even in reform circles, that are appealing to a lot of philosophies and uh, oh well, tradition and guys, our tradition only is acceptable. If it agrees with the word of God, my experience is only acceptable if it is in line with the word of God. And so, again, I, I am one of those old fashioned guys. Hey, show me. Show me in the Bible. I'm an Missouri Christian. You got to show me. <laughs> right. And so let's get back into this and let's talk some more about it. And also, too, from uh, just scripture. There we go. They, um, Jesus describes himself as God. And in a way that even the Pharisees, who had a really good understanding of God and who God was, that when Jesus would speak, they were ready to kill him because they recognized that he was declaring that he was God. No, that's right. I, I, okay, so, so we get to the point, right? We get to the point, and it seems like she's appealing to John 8. So let's, let's actually uh, look that up. Because she's right. The Pharisees understood what Jesus was saying. Right. And they tried to kill him for this very issue, not just because he was doing wonders and miracles. No, that was not. You know, that's what some Unitarians like to answer. Oh, he was just doing good things and they wanted to kill him. Right. That's not why. Let's uh, he goes a lot further than that. Uh, One of the specific passages. Right. Jesus actually shares <laughs> Jesus. This is in, this is this would be insulting. Get it. Understand Understood. If Jesus was just a man. Notice what it says. Let's start at um, verse 18. I am the one who bears witness about myself and the father who sent me bears witness about me. Very interesting statement in itself. They said to him, therefore, where is your father? Jesus answered, you know, neither me nor my father. If you knew me, you would know my father also. Wow. So knowing Jesus actually is knowing the father. Now, if Jesus is just a man, this is a very weird statement. (laughs) How is knowledge of this created being from the Unitarian view? How is knowledge of the of this is never said of Moses. This is never said of David. No, David, no, the father never said of anybody else. Right. Continuing on these words, he spoke in the treasury as he taught in the temple, but no one arrested him because his hour had not yet come. So he said to them again, I am going away and you will seek me and you will die in your sin where I'm going. You cannot come. (laughs) So the Jews said, will he kill himself? Right. They thought he was suicidal. What is he talking about? Since he says where I'm going, you cannot come. Right. Didn't understand. He said to them, you are from below. I am from above. Right. 
Jesus is saying his the nature of who he is does not reside in earthly or satanic demonic like they that like them. Right? He's calling them the devil. I mean, he's calling them children of, of, of devil. I mean, you're going to see that explicitly. Uh, you are you are of this world, right? Your nature is from here. Mine's not. I have a home that I didn't reside here on earth, right? I told you that you would die in your sins for unless you believe that I am he, you will die in your sins. So they said to him, <laughs> hold on a second. They said to them this. Wait a minute. Who are you? They said, to him, who are you? Right. Jesus appeals that. You, the only way for you not to die in your sin is to believe in me. Again, Moses never says this, right? No one ever else says this. Going on, right? So they, who, who are you, right? Just as I've been telling you from the beginning, y'all are not listening to me, right? There's so much more we can even go in on that. But but the conclusion I want to get to is what the point she was talking about. Right. Um, right. They're talking about Abraham as our father. Jesus says, no, if, if you were Abraham's children, you would be doing the works of Abraham. But now you seek to kill me. A man who has told you the truth that I heard from God. Right. That is the father. That is this is not what Abraham did. You are doing the works your father did. They said to him, you were born, you were, we were not born of sexual morality. We have one father, even God. So this actually seems to be an uh, indication of a denial of the uh, virgin birth. It seems to be an indication that the Pharisees do not believe in the virgin birth and are actually saying that Jesus is a product of uh, sexual morality, that, that Joseph actually did sleep with Mary. Right. I mean, satanic in itself. Think about that. Jesus said to them, if God were your father, you would love me. For I came from God and I am here for I came not of my own accord, but he sent me. So Jesus was actually sent from heaven to earth. Again, for those who say Jesus was existence just started uh, when he was born. Uh, why do you not understand what I say? Is it, it is because you cannot bear my word. You are of your father, the devil, and your will is to do your father's desire. Man, I mean, just so much stuff Jesus is going in in, right? Um, let me keep going here to the point, uh, 51, truly, truly, I say to you, if anyone keeps my word, he will never see death. Notice how they respond. Now we know that you have a demon. Abraham died as the prophets. And you say, if anyone keeps my word, he will never taste death. Are you greater than our father, Abraham? Jesus said, yes. Matter of fact, for Jesus is the creator of Abraham. Um, Jesus answered, if I glorify myself, my glory is nothing. It is my father who glorifies me of whom you say he is our God, but you have not known him. I know him. If I were to say that I do not know, him, I'd be a liar like you, but I do not, but I do know him and keep his word. Your father, Abraham rejoiced that he would see my day. He saw it and was glad. Now question for Unitarians. When did G when did Abraham see the day of Jesus? Right? Well, this seems to be a, a, a recollection, recollection of a past event. Many have uh, believed and this. is My position that uh, a, uh, Jesus referring back to the Sodom and Gomorrah event, right? Where Abraham sees Yahweh. That is, uh, I believe, the only time he sees Yahweh. Um, but this was a, this was the only time. So so Abraham saw his day. And was glad. So the Jews said to him, no, notice they get the point. How did Abraham see your day when you are not even yet 50 years old? Right. Jesus said to him, truly, truly, I say to you, Abraham, before Abraham was, I am. Jesus appeals to the self-existent divine name that was revealed even to Moses, uh, the burning bush. Right. Notice their response. Notice their response, because some people say he's just saying I am like, yeah, uh, 
Like if someone asks you a question, yeah, I am. I am him. Well, they're not even, <laughs> that's not, the, the answer makes no sense if that's the case. But notice their response. They want to kill him for claiming to have his existence prior to Abraham, right? To appealing to an existence prior to Abraham. If Jesus is a mere man, you have many problems with this passage, right? One, <laughs> what man has lived this long, right? I mean, you have to ask yourself that question. And then the question of Abraham seeing his day. When did Abraham see his day? Again, it is my position that this passage teaches that Jesus is claiming to be Yahweh. He's claiming to be the Lord of the Old Testament. Um, I mean, John 8, 24 Right. That is very insulting to the Jews of that day. And he's claiming Abraham saw Yahweh's day and Jesus saying he's seeing my day. Right. They got the point. He wasn't just referring like some spiritualized day. No, the Jews were like, you're not 50 years old. Jesus didn't say, well, I didn't mean literally. They got the point. They just don't like the conclusion. Right. Continuing back to the video. But the Pharisees wanted to kill him because he interrupted their uh, uh, standard in life, meaning that they, the people worshipped them. And when Christ came, Christ broke that up and they didn't like When When were the people worshipping the Pharisees? <laughs> that would be blasphemy. I mean, matter of fact, uh, Jesus is actually worshipped. And they considered that blasphemy. So, again, that's not why they didn't like Jesus. Now, obviously, he 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 uh, uh, went against their uh, abuses, right? But that's that's ultimately not why they wanted to kill him, right? They 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 considered Jesus a blasphemer by claiming to be Yahweh, right? The fact that Christ exposed them for being hypocrites, they knew the Bible, but they didn't know God, they didn't yeah. know the Word, so that's why they wanted to kill him. Okay. So so that's not what's going on in uh in in John John eight. That's not what's going on. Not just what's going on. There's something much greater happening in that passage that Jesse refuses to see. Do you believe preachers, that Jesus is God? You know how the preachers uses mm -hmm. the congregation to make themselves look like they know what they're talking yeah. about? Yeah. Sure. But sure. they don't. Yeah. Uh, they know the Bible, but they don't know God. <laughs> right. So let me ask, you said that in the Bible, God uh, Christ describes himself as God? Well, he says, before uh, Abraham was, I am. Just, mm -hmm. she, she made the same yeah. one man because yeah. of time oh, only. Yeah. So, uh, so he's trying to pick on, obviously, the weaker the weaker one who's not as confident. Like, you can tell she's not as confident. She's not as uh, firm in her answer. So he's like, no, 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 I don't, not you. Uh, uh, <laughs> her, <laughs> the weak one. Which she should have just said, no, him, I'm submitting to my husband. You need to go to him, right? If she wanted to be consistent with her <laughs> original point. But, yeah, I just think it's funny that Jesse tries to target uh, the obvious uh, weaker one, theologically speaking. Um, probably if I was to describe. Um, but Jesse, she actually did give you a passage. You actually had, did not really respond to it by just asserting your answer. You actually didn't engage with it. Uh, John one was given, which you didn't respond to. John eight was given. Uh, you, you just didn't really, you didn't really engage with what she said, but yeah. How I, my interpretation, my view of how God is, is so you have the sun in outer space. Uh-oh. Okay? Like the Not an analogy. Not an analogy. Come on. Stick to the text. You were doing well. Bruh. You were doing well, ma'am. Because anytime you get into some analogy, you're probably about to make some heretical, <laughs> heretical modalistic analogy let's hear it physical sun that's but, up in the sky and if that was god tell me how in the bible where he just i'm glad i'm glad <laughs> jesse you saved her a heretical analogy uh because he's give me scripture that's right jesse that's actually a good point give me scripture that's actually a good point that's what you need to be uh go going and appealing to what does the bible say drives himself ask god so, you, said, you did say that, right? So, well, it obviously Jesus, the account in the Bible is written by a man. 
And the man that brings forth that account describes Jesus as declaring these truths about himself, which then they accused him of blasphemy because they said you're making yourself out to be God. So to me, that would be a good example of that they're... Yeah, she, she has a point. If that's the case, right, they they understood, hey, you're, you being a man, make yourself out to be God. Why didn't Jesus say, oh, you got it all wrong? <laughs> I didn't mean I was God. <laughs> you guys are got to kill me. Oh, oh, this is a big misunderstanding, right? That would seem to be the logical point. Jesus never denies any of that. And he was accused multiple times of that. He never denies it once. Very interesting if, if, if he was always saying, hey, I'm not God. The Father is God. He's... Why are they so confused? And why doesn't Jesus ever correct that obvious misunderstanding then? Because they're trying to kill him for it. And there's Jesus saying that, you know, uh, okay, uh, in the Gospel of John, that in the beginning, um, the word... Oh, sorry, I can't quote (laughs) it. (laughs) You got me in a sticky situation. Yes, because you're not as sharp and studied on this issue. Um. At the end of the day, sis, there is no problem with saying, hey, I'm not as sharp and studied on this issue, but my husband knows the Bible better than us, better than me. Uh, I will study. But as for now, appeal to him. I mean, that would be a much better, respectable answer. You know, but the word did become um, flesh. Flesh. And (laughs) and so if if I could describe, though, the way that Uh I view it. No, don't. Don't do it. No. Do it. Don't. You got to you got to do it. You're going to do it, you know. Well, you got to do it. Why would you say that? Why would you say that? Come on. He tried to save you. You you, you just want to get this analogy out so bad, don't you? Is out in outer space and that is God and he's not within this realm because it's outer space, okay? So he's up in heaven. Well, the rays of light is what makes the sun known in our atmosphere and everything. Okay, so Jesus is like that. That is the thing that we can, if we look directly at the sun, that we're going to burn our eyes out, that no human being can do that. It's not possible. And so Jesus made the sun known. I get what you're trying to say, but it's not a good analogy. It's not a good analogy because the rays are less qualitatively uh, radiant than the sun. That's kind of what this analogy says. Like the, and I... The son isn't his, isn't his own person. It's just some kind of beaming of the father. Again, you do not want to use this analogy. I am not a big fan of analogies when discussing the, um, the you know, the nature of the son and the intertrinitarian uh, relationship. Generally, they are bad. <laughs> Generally, they are all bad because it's using some kind of creaturely um, analogy which God is unlike any creaturely un- creaturely analogy. That's the kind of the point of, of Yahweh, right? What did he say? Who is like the Lord? Who can you compare me to, right? It's, yeah, we struggle in some sense to grasp it, right? That's why don't use the analogy because you're going to only mess something up, right? So, yeah. Or God known. Mm. And then the Holy Spirit is like the heat that we experience. So we can feel and experience that heat with our bodies and stuff. So if that would give a good. So it's just the the spirit is just some feeling of of heat. So what happens when the cold comes? You got a cold front and the you don't feel the heat as much. See what happens when you when you get into analogies that aren't 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 biblical. The Bible's not even trying the trying to give that analogy and again there's a lot of problems what happens on gloomy days is the sun not the sun not around like again so many problems you have with this uh, analogy please stick to the scripture you know what does the word of god say what does the word of god say um, analogy, but they're all yeah, one. It's, it's not a good analogy. It yeah. all comes from one source. So let me ask. Ask. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> did Jesus say, I came here on my own, or did he say, my father sent me? So his father sent him. So did he say, mm-hmm. I came on my own, or my father sent me? He said his father sent him. Now, <laughs> Jesse does a lot of this. They'll answer him, and then he'll ask it again, almost like, I'm trapping you. Like, 
again, this is no contradiction to that Jesus is God. Yes, the son was sent by the father. Okay. Can you, but notice he hasn't asked you to deal with any of the passages that they brought up, you know, even briefly. And then he say, when the people were praising him for all the work he was doing, healing, mm-hmm. and then he get on them about, why do you praise me? It's not me. Sure. It's my father that's doing the work that's in me. You should read the triumphal entry then, um, Jesse. They are literally worshiping him, um, worshiping him. And Jesus doesn't stop. He doesn't say, hold on. What are you what are you doing? Uh, remember, remember, uh, matter of fact, I, I, I do got to uh, bring this passage up because I do think it's uh, relevant to to uh, what's going on here. Right. Um, Matthew 21. Right. This is such an amazing text, guys. If you actually understand what's going on here, this is an amazing text. <laughs> A great proof to proof proof text for the deity of Christ. Notice what it says. Matthew 21. We'll start at verse one. Now, when they drew near to Jerusalem and came to Bethphage, sorry for my pronunciation, and to the Mount of Olives, and Jesus sent two, two disciples saying to them, go into the village in front of you and immediately you will find a donkey tied and a colt with her. Untie them and bring them to me. And if anyone says anything to you, you shall say the Lord needs them. Hmm. This is going to be very interesting. The Lord needs them. Me and my wife are uh, doing our family worship and this passage came up and we were just amazed at the at this text. Notice what it says. And he will send them at once. This took place to fulfill what was spoken by the prophet saying. Notice he's saying the Lord said, send, send, uh, right, send, he has need for them. And then this is a, a, a prophetic fulfillment to fulfill what was spoken by the prophet. We're going to talk about that in a second. Um, say to the daughter of Zion, behold, your king is coming to you. Humble, mounted on a donkey, on a colt, the, 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 the fowl of a beast at a burden. Right. And they did this. And right. You, you have all the, the people coming, shouting Hosanna. Right. He's receiving worship. Praise, honor, glory, even. But this passage is actually from Zechariah 9. You start at verse 1. This is obviously about the Lord, right? For the burden of the word of the Lord gets the land. For the Lord has an eye on mankind, all the tribes of Israel, right? This is all about the Lord. What you have, though, is that the Lord is the king of Israel. Now, someone may dispute that, but I would love them to say, is the king here someone different than the Lord? I would say not. So the Lord isn't the king, right? If someone wants to make that argument, be my guess. I, I think you would have a tough time proving that. But you go on. This is actually what's in Zechariah 9.9, right? Zechariah 9.9, the king is riding on the donkey. Jesus says, I am that king, right? I am the king. And what I'm doing now is fulfilling this prophetic promise given long ago in Zechariah. Again, texts we would love to hear answers to, right? Texts we would love to hear answers to. Um, Man, I mean, even the Lord. Wow. I mean, yeah, Zechariah now, just, just an amazing text. Uh, again, um, Jesus is claiming to be that prophetic fulfillment of that. He's, he's again, he, he's never saying, oh no, don't, don't, don't worship. Don't stop worshiping. You never hear that in the Bible. You never hear that. Like you do with John and, you know, the apostle John, the apostle Peter and Paul, you hear them saying, dude, we're men. Don't worship us. You don't see that with Jesus when that's being done. Very interesting, right? Actually, there was many times Jesus was worshipped. Actually, says his disciples. I, I know, worshiped but when him. they worship him, mm-hmm. did he say, "Why are you worshiping me? No. It's not no. me. It's my Father in me that doing the work and greater work shall you do as well." He's just stringing together all sorts of passages all over where and making <laughs> none of those texts are even in the same spot. He, he's just stringing them all together. No, Jesse, you, you, you're absolutely wrong on this. You're wrong. Go read Matthew twenty-one. Because my father sent me. 
I don't remember yeah. any time in scripture where he stopped people from worshiping. He did. You don't remember a time when he said, why do you worship me? It's not me. No. It's my father in me. Remember they call him good one day. Mm -hmm. he, 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 he's just picking everywhere. <laughs> he's just picking everywhere. Just, just, yeah, over here. And Jesus said, over here. And it's, Remember that? Yeah, mm -hmm. He said, why do you call me good? No man is good. Yeah. Yes. If he were God, would he have said, why do you call me good? He would like to you right, right on. If you actually read the passage, it actually is a proof text again of the deity of Christ. One, Jesus was trying to understand, tell the or have the people understand uh, why, why are they calling him? Understanding who you are or speaking to. Here's the thing that doesn't make sense. He calls himself good numerous times. He's a good shepherd, right? Is he denying Jesus is actually good? That's what you got to. Let me let me be clear what you're actually saying. Are you saying Jesus is denying he's good? No, I'm not saying that. So what's your point in bringing this passage up? Because my understanding is that Jesus is using this passage to. You need to understand who you're talking to. Not a denial of him being good. I am good. But he said, no man is good. Mm -hmm. Only God is good. It, what he was, was saying, he the about statement himself? he was saying wasn't negating that he was good. Was he talking about himself or his father? Both. Yeah. So but um, why would be, the, that question is actually irrelevant. We need to under, understand why he said the statement he said. Because Jesse wants to lead people to believe Jesus isn't good at all. <laughs> Is that the is if you you cannot read that uh, read the Bible read the Gospels accounts read the apostles witness and say yeah Jesus wasn't that good <laughs> that is a terrible conclusion to come to he said don't call me that no man is good he doesn't say that he said why do you call me good no man is good only my father but he doesn't is say good. don't call me I good. know I gotta get it right right now <laughs> yeah exactly you 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 yeah he's at he's saying the question he's 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 yeah the the gentleman. Rightly called him out. He didn't say, don't call me good. He says, why do you call me good? Yeah, it's a question. Jesus also said, who do they say I am? Right? He's not, well, I guess he's, he's denying all that. Again, he, again, this is a bad argument by Jesse. And then he mis misquotes the text as well. Good job, gentlemen, by calling Jesse out on that. Gotta go get me on the words. So in <laughs> Hebrews, he right? He said, why do you call me good? No man is good. Mm -hmm. right. Only God is good. Yeah. But he didn't right. say, I'm not good. Was he talking about himself? Again, Jesse is assuming the conclusion that, that Jesus is just a mere man. He's not. He's not. Again, the passage they brought up, he existed before creation. He's not a mere man. I think he's talking about mm -hmm. both. So Do in you think Hebrews, that too, that you're talking about both? She has to. Well, <laughs> so in Hebrews, it says answer that, that he made first. himself a little lower answer than that the first. angels. Do you think he was talking about himself or his father? Um, I think that he, in she, that she moment, no the rich clue. young ruler was actually coming to him as, hey, good teacher. So he was coming to be taught something. And he said that nobody um, is good, but but the father and and he really actually was making a um declaration of you using good so loosely give that's a, my give me theory. a short answer because of time i got <laughs> she's actually not too far off from the point right jesus again jesus is hey you need to recognize who you're talking to but <laughs> i'd like to just i like jesse's response keep it a little brief and short pretty much it's like i, I <laughs> that's funny five yeah. minutes and tell me um where is the kingdom of heaven here on earth where on earth i may make some eschatology people mad but again i don't even see how this is relevant but the, the kingdom of heaven has uh, a few aspects it depends what you're meaning in one sense the kingdom of heaven is within as jesus said why because the spirit resides in us right if you have been born again the kingdom of heaven is here because you have the spirit and it's a spiritual aspect but in another sense the kingdom of heaven is to come because the king will come down and reside with his people. So in one sense, you don't have the kingdom without the king present. Right. But we have the king present. Just so you have to understand the spiritual aspect in which the king is here. Right. Residing in us versus the physical sense in which that is to come. So it's inaugurated, but not consummated again. 
getting into eschatology, which I don't even know why this was even brought up. And you. And do you believe that too? Um, we bring it. Yes, I believe that we bring forth the kingdom of God. So do you believe that in the kingdom of heaven is God. in you? Sorry? Do you believe that the kingdom of heaven is inside of you? Um, yes. The Bible clearly says that. It's like a packed question. <laughs> it's, um, it's not a packed question. I mean, the Bible is that the kingdom of heaven is within. It's something we shouldn't be denied. But I don't even see why it's even relevant to the discussion on the deity of Christ. It's, it just seems, uh, I, I don't know. Um, if I believe that the kingdom of heaven is, so as a whole or the spirit of God is in me, I think it's, it's kind of, to explain it, say, to a child, they, um, you're not explaining it to a child it just explained it to jesse <laughs> that kind of like i'd be insulted if i was jesse what are you calling me a child <laughs> that his kingdom comes because i'm black and slow <laughs> do you believe maybe, that the maybe it is a child <laughs> i'm just kidding kingdom of heaven is inside of you inside of me yes sure there's aspects of it that is inside i'm sorry of me. sure there's aspects of the kingdom of heaven inside aspects of me. meaning some of it but not all of it well, inaugurated, not consummated in the sense of the kingdom of heaven. Again, I, I just explained that. I don't want to re redo that. I wouldn't even phrase it the way she is. You know, the kingdom of heaven is within. Yes. The physical aspect is to come. That could sound really weird if I'm like, <laughs> hey, the whole kingdom of heaven's right here inside of me. <laughs> like that can be really strange to say something like that. So, um, but Sure, yes, we could say that if you experience, the, if you're filled with the Spirit of God and we're the temple. Do you believe that the kingdom of heaven is inside of you? I don't know why he keeps asking that. This is like the third or fourth time he's asked that question. Like, sometimes people ask the same question to see if you actually budge. And I think that's what he's doing because she's not very, like, firm in her answers and she's nervous and her like, cheeks are red and. I get it. I get it. Maybe she doesn't know do public speaking a lot, but nevertheless, yeah, obviously I've expressed why I think it's important to know the Bible, even for women. Do I believe the kingdom of heaven is inside of me? Just I think we have the ability to bring the kingdom of heaven through the spirit of God here on earth. This is, this is turning into a disaster because one, that's not what he's asking. And this is kind of irrelevant. I don't know what it's even, why Jesse is harping so much on this. So however that looks, that's what I believe. And so do you believe that the kingdom of heaven is inside of you? Do you want me to repeat <laughs> the answer? <laughs> He keeps uh, I'd say yes, we believe that, but it's all definitions of like how, like, you How about that, you? Right? Do you believe the kingdom of heaven is My inside goodness, of you? My goodness, dude. Stop, sure. Jesse, stop. Sure. You sound like a guessing game. <laughs> what well, show are we on here? Like, <laughs> do you believe that God is within you? Yes. Do you believe God is within you? Yes. And so if you believe God is within you, do you believe you are God? No. How about you? No. So then why would Jesus believe he's God if he said the Father is in me? <sighs> oh my goodness, Jesse. Again, that's not one of the texts we use to prove the deity of Christ. We're not saying Jesus is God because the Father is in him. That, who's saying that? Because <laughs> if that, yeah, I will grant Jesse this. If someone is saying that, that is a bad argument, right? I, that is a bad argument. That's not why Jesus is God. He's not God because the Father dwells in him. He's God because he's God, right? Oh, my goodness. Yes. Because he was God. Yeah. Well, why, he never why, said he was God. Other people said it about him. Well, we have to, He never said this it. This is what we have. They, they give you a couple texts, which you didn't answer, and his apostles say he's God. So, so unless Jesse's, Jesse Lee's preachers said, well, yeah, his apostles went off. Literally, even though he said to give them remembrance and lead them all truths and all things like that. But apparently, maybe even the apostles got it wrong because they definitely believe Jesus was God. And so if you believe that God is inside of you mm -hmm. and you believe that God was inside of Jesus, but you don't believe you're God. Right. Well, scriptures, why would you? Why would Jesus believe irrelevant. God if you don't believe you're God no. and you have God inside of you? Irrelevant. Right. It's it's a straw man, sir. It's a straw man. It's a red herring. It's not actually what you're what you're saying. Hopefully, call it out. For probably the same reason that Jesus answered the rich young ruler, 
And he said that, who are you to call me good? There's only one who is eh, good in heaven. Wrong. That's not actually the answer. That's I, I don't even know how that even answers this question. But the answer is, that's not what I'm saying. It's a, it's a straw man. That's not why I'm saying Jesus is God. Again, guys, you got to be up on your fallacies. Because people will set up the, uh, the, a debate and to have you argue something that you're not actually even arguing. Right? Were they actually arguing that Jesus is God because the Father dwells in him? No, they never said that once. But now they're actually up here defending that because he set the parameters up for them to defend. And now they're just defending it. <laughs> you have to be careful. This is a debate tactic. You have to be prepared for that. And so I would say the same thing that who are you to call me God if Jesus or if the spirit of God is inside me, that there's only one in heaven. That well, is and we have to. Huh? Huh? What? I have no clue what you just said, man. Decide is there authority in scripture? Because scripture says God sent his Holy Spirit to us. His very spirit he sent to us. Do you believe that um, greater worship you do? Yeah. You should do greater worship than God? Greater works than Jesus did? Than God did. Then, so you think Jesus is God? No, I'm asking <laughs> I think, G well, Jesus said you'll do greater works. When Jesus went up to pray. Again, uh, this is a commonly abused scripture for, you know, many of the charismatics. Greater in uh, quantity, but not quality. Uh, yes, Jesus had ministry was for three years. So you would expect more Christians to do uh, more works. You know, millions of Christians, billions of Christians throughout the literally, literally centuries than he did in three years. So, but no work of ours is literally greater. I mean, you show me what Christian has done something greater in a, um, a qualitative sense. I can show you quantity sense, qualitative sense than the resurrection. <laughs> no one's done anything close to that. I'll tell you that. Hey. But here comes the string of rapid fire questions, right? Was he going away to pray to himself or to God? <laughs> This is assuming, actually, modalism. Again, Jesus is not the father, right? Jesse does not actually understand Trinitarian uh, uh, Christology or Trinitarian uh, concepts. And he does not understand what we're saying by saying Jesus is God. He hears what you're saying is Jesus is the father. Uh, many, I mean, this, this just shows Jesse doesn't know what he's talking about when it comes to theology. Um but let's see the answer. Are you going to seek the Father's will or his own will? He was seeking the Father's will. Mm -hmm. Right. So if he was the Father, why would he go seek the Father's it's, will? So, the so now notice he, he, he set them up for a straw man and they're going to defend it. Right. Or let's see if they defend it. But this is not what we're saying. We're not saying Jesus is the Father. So <laughs> let's see how many long minutes. Almost 12 minutes. 11 minutes and Jesse has been admittedly misunderstanding what he's what he's uh, brought these people on here to discuss. Jesus is not the father. Right. We do not believe Jesus is the father. Uh, one God in essence, they share the father, son, spirit, share the divine essence, the being. Yet there are three persons. I, I mean, I don't I don't know how you doesn't understand this after <laughs> so many years of denying it. The misunderstanding of like Jesus you just being God. That question? Well, but you have to take the full sum of scripture. Yeah. So you have to take. But your uh, your wife got it. Well, I, I'm I was. I'm still hung up right. on. There we go. She's still. She's. He's gonna. He's. He pick on the wife. Poor wife. <laughs> Submit to your husband. <laughs> One of your last questions. <laughs> um, that. You could go ahead, but I, I think they're interesting questions for thought, and that they um, that they're questions that we should take time to think about. Um, because yes. if we are to do greater things, Jesus said that we do greater things absolutely. than him. And we absolutely can. And so um, my faith isn't there, but I do believe that Jesus is not a liar. 
and that if he truly made a claim that I could do greater things than he, then whatever that encompasses, that I would like my face to be there. I love that. And mm. um, and so she's going to be a modalist by the end of this show, or a uh, Unitarian, better, more speaking, because Jesse is. She 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 is man. Yeah, if if I can do great, that that wouldn't that mean Jesus isn't God? He he has her bought in fully. Save her husband. <laughs> Reel her back in, please. Oh, I have experienced. Um, uh oh, experience. People's ears being opened. I've experienced healing. I've seen a truth grow back. I've seen. <laughs> I haven't walked on water. Have you ever um, seen an eight turn into a person? No. Oh, I saw. I saw. I saw that guy in your show. You what? Yes. What, does that count? <laughs> no. Okay. He got mad at me for asking that question. I know. Yeah. Yeah. You've never seen an ape. They always say we came from the uh -huh. apes. Yeah. But nobody ever seen an ape turn into a human. Yeah, you know exactly. <laughs> Good old Jesse Lee Peterson. Uh, he's a hilarious guy, man. Well, I, I do want to end this show with talking about another scripture text because uh, I do believe it is important. Um, yeah, obviously, Jesse Lee does not understand. Um, the trinitarian position that is very clear uh you know one of the things that uh unitarians like to do is appeal to john 17 3 where where they say hey jesus is not god because it calls the father the only true god okay well let's let's match some consistency here okay let's let's go to jude 3 or jude <laughs> jude 3 jude 1 uh verses 4 it says, for certain people have crept in, I notice, who long ago were designated for this condemnation, ungodly people who pervert the, the grace of our God into sensuality and deny our only master and Lord, Jesus Christ. Now, here's a question for you Unitarians, since you always want to bring up seven, John 17, 3, right? Is Jesus literally the only master and Lord? So therefore, right, the father is not the he's not a master and Lord, right? Let's 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 match some tests and some consistency, right? I would love for some to answer this. Right. If you're going to say that is what's being discussed in John 17, you would have to buy. You would have to just come over here and say, well, yeah, Jesus, the father isn't the master. He isn't the Lord. Well, we know that's not the case. Right. But notice Jesus is called the Lord. Right. The only Lord here. Only master. But notice what it goes on to say about him. Uh, now, I want to remind you, although you once fully knew it, that Jesus who saved the people out of the land of Egypt afterward destroyed those who did not believe. Now, textual variant here for those who uh, know anything about this. Uh, there are some versions. If you look up this on any. See, this is being just Fort Wright and being honest. Some don't say Jesus. Some say the Lord. Well. So if, if we go with that, the text is saying Jesus, it's obviously a reference that Jesus is God, since it was Yahweh who saved the people out of Egypt. But even if we go with Lord, Jesus was just called the only Lord. And so I still think it is a good argument to use since if just in verse four, Jesus was called the only Lord only to go down to verse five and have Jesus being called the your Lord, which is Yahweh um, saving his people out of Egypt and destroying those who do not believe. Right. Another text to bring up again, just putting some some some, you know, my Trinitarian those who have a high Christology view, put some uh, more tools in your toolbox, right? First John, hold on, first John 5, 20, another good text to bring up. And we know that the son of God has come and has given us understanding so that we may know who is true. And we are in him who is true in his son, Jesus Christ, right? He is the true God and eternal life. So that passage clearly, you know, the antecedent Jesus Christ being the one who is called the true God and the eternal life. I mean, there's so many passages, guys. You got second. You got Titus 2.13. I mean, so many passages you can bring up to demonstrate that Jesus is not just a mere man, but he is Yahweh. He is God himself. Not to be confused with the father like Jesse Lee Peterson did. Right. He is not the father. He is uh, a different distinct person but yet god they share in that same essence and being um 
I mean, so many passages, guys, but hopefully this was helpful. Hopefully it was encouraging and enlightening. Hope you enjoyed it. Let me know in the chat. Let me know in the comment section what you thought about it. If I should do more of these videos like this, guys, till the next time, y'all grace and peace. Yo, guys, thank you for watching this video. If you enjoyed what you heard here today, why don't you go and leave me a like? Subscribe to the channel if it's your first time here. Hit that notification bell. I promise to give you weekly content, lives, interacting, exposing false teachers, showing you my theological beliefs and what I believe the Bible teaches. So if you're here for that, go on and join us. Amen.